Welcome to Rocktail Hour, an hour's worth of rockin' good time in about 15 minutes with your buddies Tim, Treg, and Michael, three old guys that are a testament to the fact that rock and roll keeps you young. In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all time and other interesting musings about the music and the rockers who inspire us. Today's Rocktail Hour is brought to you by Audible.com. Download a free audiobook from the link on our homepage or affiliates page. Today's Rocktail Hour, Tim is going to bring us the story behind Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds by the Beatles. Thanks, Michael. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is a great song off of a great album. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is another album, I think, that, that reaches near perfection, if, if it's not perfect. I like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, both musically and I like its lyrics, and I, and I like the idea behind it. Now, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is not without a little bit of controversy, although uh, by today's standards, that controversy is, is really, in my mind, a tempest in a teacup. But it's, it's not without its own controversy. The story behind Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is that... Uh, Julian Lennon came home one day, he was young, five years old, came home from school one day and had drawn a picture of a girl named Lucy uh, in, in his class. And he'd put stars up above and he had entitled the, the picture Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Lucy, uh, in this case, was Lucy O'Donnell. And this was uh, verified later on uh, by Julian Lennon and, and they were great friends in school and, and Lucy O'Donnell actually passed away in 2009. So John Lennon was inspired by this drawing. He saw in it some creativity, and and he decided he was going to create a song that that used some of the imagery or invoked some of the imagery uh, of Alice in Wonderland. And he wrote this song and recorded it, and it was immediately met with just a little bit of, of controversy. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. The initials of that would obviously be LSD. That's not a something that's not well known by now. Now, throughout his life, John Lennon flatly denied that uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was about LSD. He never uh, once admitted that, that that was the case. Paul McCartney will tell you something differently. Uh, Paul McCartney will tell you that there were quite a few songs uh, about drugs that the Beatles had written. One of them was Day Tripper, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a lot of imagination yeah. to figure that one out. <laughs> um, the one that I was a little surprised by was Got to Get You Into My Life. Uh, Paul McCartney says that was about marijuana. And then, yes, and then he says, and obviously, well, Lucy in the Sky, it was about LSD. But John Lennon always denied that that was the case. He said he was inspired by this drawing and felt like it was very creative, and he wanted to try to take that as a, as a way of paying homage to his son's artwork. In fact, John Lennon says it was purely unconscious that it came out to be LSD. Until somebody pointed it out, I'd never even thought of it. I mean, who would ever bother to look at the initials of a, of a title? It's not an acid song. It was the image of Alice in a boat. And so, again, he was very, very emphatic that, that it wasn't about drugs. Um, something I didn't know, and this is, this is one of my favorite songs off of an album that is full of favorite songs. Uh, not all of them were hits, but, but just a great album. And again, another album that, that may not be necessarily a concept album, uh, but does better when you listen to the songs in the order in which that they're played. And uh, I really, this is an album that I felt like as I was growing up, um, 
was a way that I matured in my interest of, of rock and roll music. And again, I wasn't allowed to listen to rock and roll music as a kid, and it was something that I had to do uh, on the side so that my parents didn't know about it. Uh, this was one of the first albums that I purchased and made a great effort to hide uh, that I had actually purchased it and would only listen to it when I was uh, uh, alone in the house. And what I liked about this was... Um, it seemed to me at a different level. It was still rock and roll music, uh, but it didn't have a, a dance feel or a party feel uh, like some of the other Beatles albums. Uh, this one was more of a, you know, you sit down and you listen to it and then you discuss it kind of music. And it, and it just, it seemed to me a little more sophisticated. Like art. Yeah. Well, and, and truly, I mean, if you're going to compare albums, um, Abbey Road is is a masterpiece. Uh, so is uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. But Abbey Road, I think, is just a little bit better. Um, although I think all of the songs collectively on Sgt. Pepper uh, are better than they are on Abbey Road. But there are some great songs off of Abbey Road. My wife um, was uh, at my son's dance class and uh, there was a parents night that I was unable to attend and so the the teacher of the dance class said you know I would like to have the kids uh, do some dance based on uh, works of art what are some known works of art and somebody said well the Mona Lisa and somebody said um, oh well uh, Michelangelo's David and and one of the dads in the class uh, shyly raised his hand and said Abbey Road (laughs) and then of course all the parents laughed Um, there's a great story about Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band the album I was watching a a documentary years ago just after I graduated from high school and um, they were interviewing Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys and he said we were feeling really good on the day that Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was released. We'd had a couple of number one hits and we were high in the charts and our album was performing very, very well. And somebody said, hey, I got the new Beatles album. And so we sat down and we started listening to it and we got all the way through and everybody just kind of got up and went home and we were depressed (laughs) (laughs) because we hadn't created Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. So I I think that's a great story. But this is an interesting story. And, and, you know, I look, I take John Lennon at his word that maybe he didn't mean for that to happen, but... (laughs) It sure seems it sure seems a little coincidental that, uh, uh, given the nature of some of the lyrics uh, and, and the images that they invoke, uh, a girl with kaleidoscope eyes, for example, that this song didn't have uh, you know something to do with hallucinogenic drugs. That's that's just my opinion. But I've ne- I've never had an acid trip, but I picture that I would see things like that yeah. if, I, if I ever had. Yeah. Well, and it's you know, I don't know why John Lennon would deny it. Uh, if if that really weren't his true feelings about the song, it seems to me like he'd have nothing to lose by admitting, you know, yeah, I wrote this song, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, clearly, that it's it's not going to tarnish the image of the Beatles. Everybody knows by now that the Beatles were, you know, involved in drugs. Um, so I was going to say, I was going to say that, that if it's not about LSD, it's the trifecta of coincidence, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, the, the, the anagram LSD with the lyrics, with the fact that they were heavily into LSD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and probably wrote it while they were on LSD. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny. Um, I'm surprised that 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 they don't get a little more. Why isn't anybody accusing them of, of having been on drugs when 
one they wrote for being for the benefit of Mr. Kiter, Maxwell Silverhammer. In fact, you know, I'm offended by the violence in Maxwell Silverhammer. So, um, and speaking of that song, did you guys ever see the the movie Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band with the Bee Gees? Yeah. Um, terrible movie for the most part, but uh, again, love Steve Martin when he yeah, sings Maxwell Silverhammer. Classic. Yeah, he was he was as good singing that song as he was when he played the the whacked out dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> in fact, I thought of, of Maxwell Silverhammer when I saw Little Shop of Horrors. Um, the other thing about, I'm, I'm a little surprised that, that people weren't more offended by another song, which was on the album, and that's She's Leaving Home, uh, which is uh, a really nice song about a, a girl that's leaving home because she's um, with child out of wedlock and she's looking to have an illegal abortion. And the idea of I'm going to meet a man uh, with the motor trade was uh, apparently a reference uh, in the 60s, or at least in England, that I was going to go and, and have an illegal abortion. And, no idea. Yeah. So, again, you know, you wonder where the outcry uh, comes from sometimes. But maybe because in this case it seemed to be so overtly in your face that this was a song about LSD when it may very well be that it wasn't. I'm still not convinced that uh, Hey Jude is about heroin, by the way. And Does anybody want to have that argument, or should we just leave it now? <laughs> I think that'll be a subject for another. That's a that's one of the greatest songs oh, ever. Oh, yeah. We definitely need to cover that one. Yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I, I'd never even heard that, that Hey Jude was about heroin. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. some. I think, I think after the whole um, Loosing the Sky with Diamonds, I think people were sort of grasping at straws mm-hmm. and sort of, you got to let her in under your skin and let her out and let her in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I don't see that, you know, uh, you know, here's a, here's a song that, that Paul McCartney wrote and Paul McCartney has ad- admitted many times that some, you know, some of the Beatles songs are about drugs. Uh, and he's flatly denied that Hey Jude uh, was about, uh, about drug use. This song was purely about trying to help um, Julian Lennon deal with his, uh, father John Lennon's divorce uh, and his um, marriage to Yoko Ono and and how Julian might feel uh, being abandoned by his father and this was a a way of trying to send a message to Julian that everything was going to be okay and uh, I think that one you know there's a little bit of uh, that's a grasping at straws to try to draw a correlation between that and, and drug references but Tim, thank you so much for that Rocktail Hour about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds by the Beatles. For the listeners of the Rocktail Hour, Audible.com is offering a free audiobook download with a 14-day trial membership to give you a chance to try out their service. You can download a free audiobook from our link on our homepage or the affiliates page. Please email us at dudes at rocktailhour.com if you think we got it all wrong or if you have an interesting rocktail of your own. If you have a recommendation for a song that would be a good subject for Rocktail Hour, please send us an email. Also, please contact us if you want to buy the next round at an upcoming Rocktail Hour by becoming a sponsor. Please like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Until the next Rocktail Hour, rock on. Rock on.